this podcast is good, but it can be better. Yes, it can. <laughs> All right, after a bit of a hiatus here. Yeah. That's on us. We're back. It's before and after the movies. I'm Amon. I'm Anthony. And today we'll be doing Wonder Woman 1984, Woman and Woman yeah. 84. 1984. 1984. Right? 1984. I thought it was WW84. 1,800 and... Well, I'm, clearly I missed the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Directed and partially... Jenkins. Okay. Starring... Gal Gadot. Chris Pine. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Hollywood's hot man right yeah, now. Yeah, really. Uh, and Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. And any other notable names? Not that I saw, but I didn't go too deep. Um, yeah. I'm imagining we're going to see some familiar faces at some point oh yeah uh robin wright if i know the d-e-c-e-u hey save that for the fast question yes (laughs) d-c-e-u d-c-e-u um so yeah this came out uh christmas day we're a little bit late on it yeah um you know life gets in the way it does and i think around that time i don't know about you but i was going through this like if i can't see one movie, I don't want to see any of them phase. It was a bit <laughs> of a... definitely not Wonder Woman. Yeah, it was a bit of a protest. I was feeling a bit like just fe- sick and tired of like not seeing all these movies that we saw the trailers for and that were promised. So I, I, I kind of switched to TV for a while and I've just been watching like tons of TV shows. Okay. But now I'm feeling that like movie itch and as we start to hopefully over the next few months mm-hmm. get out of this kind of pandemic mm-hmm. we're in and more movies can start getting released. Mm-hmm. I'm predicting a big bounce back for the movie industry. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, I think we can touch on that in a little bit here. Yeah. But uh, first off, how about I hit you with some fast questions? Yep. <clears throat> Question number Flash one. Flash questions. It's like you read my notes. Yeah. <laughs> what DC character cameo are we yeah. getting, and why is it Ezra Miller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, a very strong chance of Ezra because I know they're prepping his Flash movie. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and say we get a little bit of. Oh, but everyone's like, there's no Ben Affleck. There's, there's no, no Affleck. there's no Henry Cavill. Yeah, this is a slow... who, you, who you got? It's you got, a, it's, you can get some art pads in there. <laughs> it's only Ezra. It's so boring. I don't think we're seeing Cyborg anytime soon. I wouldn't mind to see like a Clark Kent, maybe. But like a recasted Clark Kent? No, Henry is is neither signed nor not signed. Yeah, Ben just, Affleck is for sure gone. But he's coming back in the Flash. Ben Affleck? Yeah. Is? Oh my god. So they're doing like. They're really committing to this like multi-universe thing. Apparently, Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, ben Affleck, Christian Bale, <laughs> George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number two: Does Chris Pine die again? Yes, this time for real. I think so as well. Uh, and number three: Is Cheetah more than just a second act villain? Yeah, I think she's the she's the main villain. Really? Yeah. Okay. You think we get a surprise like? doomsday kind of thing yeah i think i do yeah oh, i think yeah we do. it's just, it's interesting because i i have all my predictions here um will diana prince meet her physical match in this movie mm. she's obviously up there with like superman in yeah. terms of powers yeah. i think she's probably a little bit weaker and the way they like nerfed her in the first one was she was just very new to everything yeah and then at the end she kind of unleashed so, her power a little bit i don't really know much about cheetah but <laughs> i imagine that she's not a physical match for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She might be a little scrappy. Yeah, almost like a Joker type thing. Yeah, exactly. Joker so I, I think you might be onto something. I'm not. Sure. I have no idea who Pedro Pascal plays in this movie. Yeah, so that's one of my questions for you. Like, 
who the fuck is pedro pascal <laughs> yeah like it's 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 not like it's the marvel universe where I, I would have a chance of being like oh maybe they're pulling from this arc or this arc mm-hmm. like i don't really know so it's probably just yeah. some, maybe another character but he if anything seems like the character that would he not seems be like the physical match but like yeah the the lex luther type guy yeah unless we get another like he's actually a god at the end lex luther maybe we get a jesse eisenberg cameo Ooh. That'd be nice. Ooh, that would be very, very nice. <laughs> I will not be appearing in this movie. Ooh, Diana Prince. <laughs> um, before we go into any more predictions, thoughts on the first Wonder Woman? Um, thoughts on Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? I, th- I think she's great. Mm-hmm. I really like her. She's She's got a great intensity about her. Mm-hmm. I feel her like, I think there was a scene in Wonder Woman when she's like, grieving like over death and stuff like yeah, that. She's yeah. like very good at like very throwing human. herself emotionally into mm-hmm. things. Uh, physically, obviously she... She came under criticism when she, she took was a lot first of flack because it's just yeah. Sorry, she's not this like comic book like yeah. I guess like a Gina Caruso like yeah, type yeah. Uh, figure, but you know it's it's a, it's a movie, so she's got to kind of have the real mm-hmm. feel as opposed to this like comic book feel. Mm-hmm. So I had no issues with that. I think she handled all the action really well. Seems like she gets stuck in. I, f- I always read like oh she's always running and doing a bunch of stunts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's important for a character like this. But as far as the first Wonder Woman, I thought the cinematography was really good. Her suit looks awesome. Yeah. But I found it like just another, a bit of a throwaway superhero movie overall. Nothing mm-hmm. super memorable. Yeah, I remember watching it, watching it in theaters and really enjoying it. The The third act, it kind of falls into a bit tropey with Ares and like... Yeah, Professor Lupin. Exactly. Some questionable CGI. Yeah like the whole idea that man was bad but then at the end of the day it was actually like it was actually a super villain and it all just came i, m- I remember feeling like the pacing of the movie was a bit off like it had this mm-hmm. really slow burn start and then it crammed Definitely, all these yeah. massive things and right at the end yeah yeah um which i wasn't a huge fan of mm-hmm. but it's probably one of the better dc movies yeah i mean i don't know i, I liked it more than like man of steel when we talk about dc movies do we have to stick to dc eu or like does this include joaquin phoenix's joker like it's a good question we'll say no we can talk about any superhero in, dc movie okay so in terms of dceu movie mm-hmm. it's probably the best of a bad bunch yeah i can't think of any well other. that i think that was when they they had uh justice oh not just like batman versus superman uh suicide squad and everyone's like wow these guys are dead in the water and then all of a sudden patty jenkins at the helm releases this and it was good it was critically acclaimed yeah and it did very well financially for sure so it kind of saved them and even now like i still think that they're like so sloppy with like the bigger picture of plan it still feels like there's not a big vision Mm -hmm. now they're just kind of they're just making good individual movies maybe yeah and like a massive multiverse trend is on the horizon and you're gonna see you can see it in marvel and you're gonna see it in dc yeah and they're both trying to beat each other to it yeah with like spider-man 3 i think there's a pretty good chance we're getting like toby and andrew garfield oh and then yes please and then they're trying to do like the multiple batman things it's like who's gonna do it better and who's gonna get there first (laughs) but it does seem like that the dceu still all over the place Mm mm-hmm uh the suicide squad is that in the same universe as, as the other one is it a sequel i, I think it's, it's like a reboot like, oh is it a reboot with a couple of the same characters i don't know yeah and then you've got another batman coming i presume that's is that in the same universe or is it just going to be a separate trilogy yeah i'm not sure it's a bit it's a bit, it's a bit mess messy i and mean the, yeah you're hearing joker 2 is yeah i mean if i thought the x-men timeline was messy you go over to yeah. dc and it's like woof <laughs> all right let's get into some predictions here okay 
Um, so I have one here. We're going to get a scene where she goes back to uh, the island. I think it's Thymuscura. Amaz- I was going to say Amazonia. <laughs> I was going to, I wrote down Amazonia. I actually Googled it before. Okay. So Thymuscura and she's going to like um, plead for their help in some issue and they're going to turn her down and mm-hmm. say, no, like we don't ever leave the island. And the, the final act, they're all going to leave the island and then help her in like New oh, York or something. Yeah. In New York. <laughs> <laughs> Riding on like a flying seahorse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throwing spears and shit. Yeah. <laughs> kid looking out of the taxi cab mom yeah (laughs) so what is uh because obviously like the title 1984 Mm -hmm. hints at like a bigger theme of like surveillance Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. like monitoring what you do and not Mm -hmm. having like free speech and all that Mm -hmm. the movie takes place in the 80s right Yeah, so the first one took place in World War One. Now we're skipping yeah. ahead to '84. So what I always have a big issue with that when you've got your main franchise, which is like the Justice League, or like we've seen her in World War Two and we've seen her in the modern day. Mm-hmm. So everything that she's gonna go through in this movie, mm-hmm. she has already gone through last time we saw yes. her. Yes, you don't like that, eh? So it, it for me it just kind so of so Black like, Widow movies is dead on arrival for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> but Black Widow's a bit different because they've earned, oh is it they've earned that right oh, to jump around, and I feel like it's planned and there's there's continuity there. Mm-hmm. and it's all thought of we're gonna see what happens in Budapest finally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with this it's just kind of like she's gonna be a completely different character and be way more like grown as, and evolved as Wonder Woman than we saw her even in like Justice League okay yeah fair enough it's just gonna be all over the place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that they're just trying to capitalize on like oh set in the 80s cause it's like different everyone loves 80s and we can play like 80s music and- yeah the trailer has some banging 80s music yeah so to me, I'm I'm going to this movie a little bit cynical. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be very good. Okay. Have you read any? Did you catch any reviews? Any RT scores? I think I saw the, uh, the RT score was dipping in between negative and positive. Right. Really? So, I haven't. I didn't see it. I just know it, like I think it was met with like mediocre mediocrity. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing you always see the first thing. It's like first screen testings, and then it's always so positive mm-hmm. when it's like the first people have got their eyes on Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and it's certainly worth the wait in italics. <laughs> And then you hear, like, yeah, best DCEU movie ever. Okay. It's obviously just because people feel privileged to, like, have won a ticket. So mm-hmm. they're just, like, feeling all happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for you here. Um, how how the fuck is Chris Pine alive? I know. I don't... So he died in... Was it a jet? Yeah, he, like... He got on the plane that had, like, the nerve gas in it, and he, like, crashed in the air right. or something. Sacrificed himself. So either he's... I was... Well, my... This kind of ties into my name, that opening scene. <laughs> name that opening scene <laughs> i think we i could see it starting off with steve trevor i almost said steve rogers <laughs> uh i think we start off with him and we learn like what happened oh, okay so either i think they're gonna they really have to be careful with him not to like step into like bucky captain america vibes because he just like reeks of oh, that. okay see i thought they're gonna go in a different direction go on. okay so i think they'll start with him like on some mission in like World War Two, mm-hmm. when we sort of learn like the beginning seeds of how he ends up coming back, like whether that's like he could be like a clone. Okay. He could. I don't. That's like the only option. Yeah, <laughs> like, it sounds very Winter Soldier. Yeah. So I think we start with some kind of action espionage sequence with Steve Trevor back in like World War Two. Yeah. Or something. Okay. Cool. Uh, so my opening scene is a little bit different. We get a very very typical eighties. The, the movie's gonna shove it down our throat that this is the eighties. So we get like. People at the Penny Arcade. Michael Jackson video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like break dancing on the street, very puffy hair. Yeah. And it's going to be uh, Hey, girl. Gonna, exactly. We're going to get like a panning shot to a bank robbery. Okay. And obviously, one of them is going to arrive. She's going to stop it, but she doesn't recover money. She recovers some sort of like 
artifact or something these aren't your or these aren't your typical bank robbing thieves you know they they seem a bit more sophisticated and that right. kind of sets the trends and i i think that's in the trailer right no okay. that was in the trailer for justice League. yeah that's right yeah <laughs> so i just got to retool that one to fit it for this so they do that scene but good <laughs> yeah exactly and then uh but i think i think like he gets or chris pine gets revived by pedro pascal or something like that okay and that kind of gives pedro pascal this power over diana okay, i see yeah so he's like a sign like a um what was Guy Pierce's name in Iron Man Three? Uh, Ar- Army Artemis, <laughs> not, not Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Justin Hammer? No, no, that was... that's uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, that's just so bad. But you're thinking that kind of guy. I've been yeah. trying to meet with you, uh, Miss Prince. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think I can really help you out. <laughs> R- R- shows up with Chris Pine. Come to my laboratory. Um, There's someone there you might want to meet. <gasps> well pedro pascal is doing great things so i know have you watched mando yet Only, season no, two not season how two. dare you i know i'm, I'm getting to how it. dare you sit in that seat right now <laughs> i'm looking at all Anthony's star wars posters right now i'm ashamed i'm going to watch it i'm just i'm looking forward to one division no yeah, me either yeah. <laughs> has anyone <laughs> let us know in the chat if you've been watching one division uh okay here's another one for you um mm-hmm. I think i may have read this but i'm just gonna say it anyways i think we're getting uh, an invisible jet scene um i just wonder how they're gonna do it without it making looking absolutely ridiculous what's the what's the is that a wonder woman wonder woman has, an, has she has an invisible jet yeah so it's like the x jet but it's invisible and like that, you can like see you can like see her flying around it's not like so she's just like sitting she's on just nothing. sitting on nothing that yeah that's horrible that's i know like f4 i'm excited i'm excited for that <laughs> i wouldn't because you know they're gonna do something pretty unique about it maybe she'll be in like a flying position or something oh my god <laughs> uh do you think we're gonna see like an awkward re like do we uh, correct me if i'm wrong did steve trevor and wonder woman have sex in the first one they did yes they did yeah do you think we'll get like an awkward passionate sexy scene like a reunion scene like they're they're talking at some they meet in a very public place and they're mm-hmm. just kind of looking and talking and it causes them bursting into like a water closet or something. <laughs> um, I if this, just Steve, Steve. No, I don't think we will. I think, I think Patty Jenkins actually is a pretty efficient right. writer and that that's very cliche. And they I, I don't think, want them to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's their relationship is not, it I is guess, quite sexual. I it's remember sexual. Them. Yeah. But it's not really about him saving her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more like they kind of need each other. Yeah, exactly. But so no intercourse between. No, Diana no and intercourse. Steve. I think we'll get like a makeout scene okay. with with allusion to nothing afterwards. Maybe like one scene where he's like checking her out. And she's like, "What are you looking at, Steve?" Oh yeah, okay. Like, sorry, I've been dead twenty years. <laughs> so he's a total scumbag this time. <laughs> he was up, baby. He's checking that ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I got another question for you here. Right, hit me. Will we get some kind of cheetah cat catwoman joke punch thing? Okay, yeah. Do you think she'll actually have like a? Okay, yes. Is she? How is she created? Like, what's her inception? I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not too well versed in like the comics of Wonder Woman. Yeah. I know that this villain does exist. Just no, like. You didn't. <laughs> she's gonna have like frizzy hair, leopard print. Oh, that sounds horrible. She's gonna, I think she's gonna have like a. Like a pet cat? Because this is a risk. Like, or a pet cheetah? Oh, man, like of all the villains that they could have plucked from, mm-hmm. I think 
I think Patty Jenkins as a filmmaker probably like enjoyed the challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's a villain that you hear the name, like Cheetah. It probably, it makes a lot of people laugh. And like, mm-hmm. there's obviously like a lot of cat themed villains and heroes like haven't done well in cinema in the past. Yeah. So they're going to have it. They're going to have trouble selling that and like making it mm-hmm. one making the cgi look good from the very little things i've seen it didn't oh really i haven't good. seen in the first teaser i've only just seen like you just, you see, just see her kirsten yeah. wig yeah which is i mean she has proven herself to be quite an actor as well so yeah what are some of your favorite roles from her <laughs> fuck you <laughs> I know, I just had <laughs> fucking call me out like that bro <laughs> oh, bridesmaids <laughs> yeah, i knew that was just an empty compliment all right anyways moving on secret life of walter mitty (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right yeah you got me yeah so basically we're not getting a catwoman reference not a catwoman reference but i think we will get like a campy almost like a little bit over the top bit tongue-in-cheek tongue-in-cheek like this woman likes cats right okay oh so it's tied to her before she becomes exactly yeah she kind of has like a little cat den she's like this is scratchy itchy and felicia and there's like her three cats that she loves so much do you think they'll do like the bait and switch where it's like after her origin scene happens the next morning like you see a ultra close up on like fangs and as it pulls out, it's just her pet cat yes. and she's like still fine. hundred percent. Whoa, that was a weird night. Yeah. She's like, Oh, is that, is that your milk? <laughs> <laughs> hairball. Oh no, no hairball. No hairball jokes. I can't handle it. Did Tom, Tom Hopper ruin that for all of us? <laughs> you think we'll get like a zoo scene where she like steals a cheetah? I don't know. Like how far does this I'm cheetah go? I'm liberating all animals. <laughs> is that like the deeper plot of this? Okay, Aquaman. Ooh, Jason Momoa. Oh fuck yeah, that's the totally other one. forgot about Jason Momoa. That's the other one they got in their back pocket. You know what? I'd like to formally change my request. Okay. Uh, from Ezra Miller to Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Fair enough. Yeah. Hey, hot stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> Need a hand. Bit of Steve intimidation. Uh, I, I think we got this under control. <laughs> uh, okay, I got, I got, I got one here. Um, we're gonna get a scene or a little bit where she like loses her powers somewhat. Yeah, and uh, her and Chris Pine, Steve are gonna go on a civilian mission together, mm, like a okay. spying one. And he's like, "Yeah, because there's there's gonna have to be that moment where like he proves his like use exactly because yeah. obviously she can do so much more than he can. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's a scene where like he saves her life, mm-hmm. just about. Mm-hmm. Thank or, like, you, Steve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, I can definitely go with that. Um, I have here Pedro Pascal is after her lasso or something mm. about uh, how it possesses power is unknown to her and how he can unleash its full potential. I'm, I'm really going like worldwide saving here. I don't think we're getting a small scale Ant-Man. Yeah. I think we're going global. Yeah, I think we are as well. I think, yeah, DC have kind of almost made the early moves to kind of put Wonder Woman more at the forefront mm-hmm. of this universe. Mm-hmm. Is she the only one that's got a sequel? Batman vs Superman, no, kind of like a, two solo films. Um, so I far, think so. yes, that's crazy. That it started what twenty thirteen was Man of Steel. Yeah, it's taken until twenty twenty to get a to get a two of anything. And then they barely released this one. <laughs> and this one limped into <laughs> limped into direct on streaming video. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, before we touch on that, actually, one more prediction here. Yeah. Uh, she's gonna figure out some sort of corrupt societal flaw in the Amazon, uh, in the mm, and how that yeah their society is just as exactly flawed yeah. as and the then human. she's gonna be like forced to leave or she's gonna be banished or something like that. We're like yeah, pick a side. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, they all make up in the end, but yeah. Yeah, it's just it's interesting because like 
going back to my kind of gripe about these midquels, I guess you can call them. Mm-hmm. When we've seen her before, we've seen her after. Like, what's the point of like exploring more here? No stakes. Eh? Yeah, no real stakes. Mm-hmm. You know, the world's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Come like whenever she appears in Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where do we leave her? Like, she can't be fully developed in her story because she's already like, how old is she? Like, well, she doesn't really age. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I, I find it hard to connect to this, like, to this arc. So it's like, if you can't really make it so much about, if you can't really make it so much about her growth, because she's kind of a, a bit of a boring character. She kind of suffers from that Superman syndrome where it's yeah, like, yeah, she's very powerful, you're impervious, mm-hmm. you're awesome, you're cool. Mm-hmm. So how can you really, like, so I think the themes have to be more like about societal, society yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of her really. Yeah, and that's kind of what the first one was as well. It was it was her versus this idea that like like this great war, the world war was like look how shitty society is mm-hmm. that it's pitting these two people against each other and then and that was a good theme. It was like and a wake they, up call they totally abandoned that in the last act, which Yeah. Which was interesting. But I mean I'm sure Patty's gonna take that all to heart. It's gonna be interesting to watch this. Yeah, and what I'm hoping as well is that we can get some like really slick action scenes. I know there were some really good ones in the first Wonder Woman where she like slid into that house and like mm-hmm. fucked up all those when she like, goes through guys. the uh the out of the trenches, the trenches yeah, yeah yeah and that was good so let's see a continuation of that i was really impressed with that stuff like mm-hmm. the, the high frame rate and like mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. was some really cool stuff so i hope we don't get like boring cut 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 action. no i don't think we will yeah so uh, do you know the duration i don't it's probably long though yeah all right well one last question here okay. actually um this kind of ties into obviously the streaming now, but yeah, I'm going to ask you this one. It'll be a quick one and then we'll get into that. Um, if this movie had gone to theaters, no pandemic, would we have hit a billion? No, I say like 740. Okay. And now yeah. my follow up to that is, um, are we going to talk about this HBO max Warner brothers deal? Yeah. I'd love what to. It means. I, I'm so caught on it because there's like your own self gain. And then there's like, what's right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm excited to see these movies earlier than we probably would have. Like, I mm-hmm. can't do a whole year of just like nothing coming out. I'll mm-hmm. go that crazy. being said, like, I can't do Kong versus Godzilla on this yeah. TV with no surround sound. Hearing <laughs> that they didn't consult like a lot of the yeah, directors, like Dennis is pissed. Eh? Uh, Chris Nolan, yep, everyone's really choked. Mm-hmm. Um, there was obviously some movies suit it, some don't. Kong Godzilla does not suit mm-hmm. going straight to streaming, mm-hmm. so that was a big mistake from them. Um, Matrix is going straight to streaming. Is it? Yeah, like that wow. to me, like that's such a big comeback theater movie. experience. Like, yeah, you need to. See, what were the other ones? Dune. Um, Dune. Dune, they're, Dune one. they're still fighting to do theaters. Yeah, even like Batman. I think they were saying. Oh God. Yeah. So it's I guess like, my worry is like, if they do this, is this going to end like the high budget blockbuster? Because you, obviously you're not making the same returns from streaming. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Apparently, like, if the movie's big enough, the streaming companies are willing. Like, who was Netflix that were willing to pay like three hundred million for uh, for Bond? No Time to Die. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit more than that, but yeah, it was a, it was a massive amount. So it's like, I don't know. Like, if it's, it's hard to say if it's like you have the streaming service, you can just watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But if it's like pay like pay per view, I guess mm-hmm. you want to call it. If you were to drop like Bond tomorrow, I think the returns are going to be like just as high as they would be in theaters, and that's yeah. the worrying part. I don't think it's the end of high budget movies. I think mm-hmm. it's just the end of 
the model that we're so used to seeing and that we mm-hmm. love so much and the theater going experience yeah because it's like if everything starts going straight to streaming movie theaters i think the strategy will be you can watch it at home but it's going to be a lot more expensive mm-hmm. so people will still go to the theater to like save that money mm-hmm. but he's that little dicky yeah but a lot of people are just going to be like ah like whatever i just i'll just either stream it or yeah. I just won't go. Yeah, yeah. And that's a shame because you cannot replicate certain movies. Like seeing Kong versus Godzilla would be amazing. Oh yeah, I'm busting out the hazmat suit for that one. So yeah. So we're gonna go see that in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. Okay. Well, let's watch this movie. Yep. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Just to close that thing on the thing. Overall, if you could revoke the decision and make them wait until they could just do it all in theaters, would you? Yes, I would. You would. Yep. What if that was next summer? Um, yeah, if I if I had guarantees know. like that, I knew that there's no guarantees in this life. I know, but that like the theater going experience would return to what it was in 2018, 2019. But you're taking the risk of those theaters being bankrupt by the time. <sighs> Are you gonna make it? It's not so easy, is it? It's not easy, but I mean, like it kind of like it merited a little bit more discussion, and it seems like the they just went for they it. They just went for it, and they didn't consult with anyone. And, like, I think we're already seeing box office returns on Wonder Woman. It's just not that good. Mm. So that's that's my concern is... It's a know. shame that the movies they have tried it with, like, Tenet's and your Wonder Woman, like, back in theaters. Yeah. It seems like maybe they just, like, weren't that great. Yeah. And that's why. But it's, like, you can't say, like, if Bond is amazing... Mm-hmm. Like, neither of those franchises are ones you can really hold your hat on and be, like, mm-hmm. people are going to come see Wonder Woman. Like... It seems like Bond is actually, I like what they're doing is they're not afraid to push it back. And I think, I think when like the green light is given, I think they're going to push it up and kind of be that first movie. Yeah. And that would, that's going to push it to hit a a billion easy, hit a billion easy. Yeah. And they must have confidence in the thing. If they didn't, at this point you'd be like, expectations are too high. That was actually a note I want to mention. Our producer, um, was mentioning how there's no confidence in this movie because they keep delaying it and delaying yeah. it and delaying it. But I think I, don't I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I think it's the exact opposite, yeah. Yeah, otherwise it'd just be like, it's not really that great. Just put it in streaming and we can just cut our losses. Exactly. Yeah. But apparently they're doing a couple reshoots because, and it's not like plot, we want to make it better. Mm-hmm. It's because already like things have become outdated. Oh, well. Like certain things in the movie like aren't, I don't know what it is, but they're just mm-hmm. saying like it's like very small pickups just because the world's already changed so much. Oh, cool, yeah. So yeah. probably have a couple of pandemic references. Yeah, there. exactly. So put your mask on, Bond. <laughs> oh, that's social distancing. <laughs> a vaccine. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. After he throws the guy off a cliff. Yeah. Social distancing. <laughs> we'll save that one for uh yeah. what november we've been 2020 <laughs> we've been talking about doing that oh, podcast yeah. like a year and a half. we got our bond jokes already written up yeah <laughs> all right let's do this one yeah. woman 84 we'll see you in 84 83 I wish I could do a podcast like you. I mean, not like too much like you, but it would be so great. I mean, you're, you're so awesome. What do you wish for, Anthony? <laughs> Pow! <wah. laughs> tell me. Tell me you wish it. <laughs> I wish this podcast was the number one podcast on Spotify. <sighs> All right. All right. Uh, Wonder Woman, we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, um, quick out of 10s. So we do that yeah, first? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, can we think? Jeez. 
I'm locked and loaded. Okay, three, two, one, Six. five. Okay, nice. Yeah. The hater, the hater pod street continues. Yeah. It was, it's, okay, I, I will preface it by saying, like, it was riding at, like, a solid three, four for the first, like, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I think once I settled, once the tone kind of settled down a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. I started to just, like, let things pass that I maybe wouldn't have let pass, like, at the start, at the front, because yeah. we couldn't stop calling out all the terrible dialogue. It was so, like, cliche, yeah. comical, it was ridiculous. And then event, maybe it's, like, maybe the movie didn't really get any better or maybe i just got used to it no i think like we said they kind of settled down a bit yeah found itself it seemed very jarring the first little bit yeah it started off with this like hokey boring like childhood scene yeah that we didn't need because we got that in the last movie yeah (laughs) and like the the way it was tied into the climax there was like you nailed it you're like oh she's there's a little lesson that she learns as a kid mm-hmm. and they say like, Oh, like you can't have everything. You can't yeah. cheat everything. You're like, okay, like obviously she's going to learn that along the way. And that just beat you over the head with it. But it was like 14 minutes. Like it, it was, was long and it wasn't, it didn't look good. No, really. there's zero stakes. <laughs> just wide panning shots of horses. Yeah. Jumping. I don't want to. Yeah. I feel do, bad. You want to go over predictions before we just shred this movie? Maybe? The last thing I'll say on that. Do you ever like watch a movie where it's like, you can tell that scene probably took so much work. But you're like, the fact that no one is going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> they were so, so it has some like wide landscape yeah, sweeping like shots. The planning, the scouting, the, the smoke spray. going up in the air. Like, yeah, but it was all in vain, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, go on with your predictions. Uh, predictions here. Um, I know why you want to get into them. Because so I heard so many. <laughs> yeah, you were nailing this. All right, let's uh, hear them. Okay, so we had a very typical 80s. After that abysmal opening, we had a very typical 80s arcade, <laughs> almost like a bank robbery. It was a yeah. jewelry heist, so mm. I'll take a ding for that. You nailed that. Um, We got an invisible jet scene. They did it yeah. all right. Yeah, that was an enjoyable scene. We'll get mm-hmm. to it. We'll talk about that. Um, there was another. Oh yeah, this one. Yeah, she kind of loses her powers. Oh yeah, that was that was, that was the big one. Yeah, and like so, her and Chris Pine, would they like kind of normalized her a bit? Yeah. Um, which honestly, Anthony, I disliked that a lot. Oh, go on. Why is that? I just like that goes into one of my review points. Is like the reason the first woman woman I felt was so great because she was like kicking ass, and it yeah. was like this girl, this girl is fucking awesome, and now in this one she seems like weaker and it just seemed frustrating. It felt like we never got to see her at her full potential. Yeah. And even the final fight scene, the final fight scene was just the most, like I wouldn't go as far as to say like venom level, but it yeah. was just dark and bouncy. It was dark and, and boring. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, I don't know if you noticed, but like Kirsten wig, like never got any hits in. It was just her like punching the armor. There's yeah. no like blows back and forth. There's no weight to any hits. And yeah. that frustrates me because in the first one, when we saw like, a grittier fighting, yeah. you know, and like heavy punches. So that was annoying. That was annoying. Yeah. So just to kind of summarize the plot very quickly, there's this character called Max Lord, and he's sort of like a con man, like two bit businessman who who has these wild dreams, and he somehow learns about this like stone. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really know how he found out about it. I can't remember, no. but it somehow ties into what Diana Lane's doing. He Diana Prince. Diana, Diana Lane. Lane. <laughs> He finds the stone, cons Kristen Wiig into like making mm-hmm. her think that he's into her. Mm-hmm. He steals the stone, mm-hmm. and you can basically wish anything, and you get it from the stone. And then he can take what he wants in return. And how that stone M- just like paw. fell into the hands of the Smithsonian 
museum. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you really hated that. Eh? It was just so, and it had like, it was a little crate full of hay and straw. Like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is this Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he basically figures out, he's like, I, instead of just having one wish, I'll just wish that I am the stone. And then he can trick people into making wishes. Mm-hmm. And his plan is just to become all powerful. Yeah. Uh, and But he didn't really, yeah. The world was like, spoiler alert, at the very end, like, he has all this power, but the world is just going to end anyways. So yeah. I didn't really think it through. It but. was very, oh, 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 like, yeah. ha- hair blowing. And mm-hmm. I think she... Surprised w- we didn't get a sky beam. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like Patty Jenkins was trying to, like, make a really unapologetic, like, classic story without trying to reinvent the wheel, but mm-hmm. also having some timely themes in there. But there was some very heavy handed dialogue, like throughout the entire movie. Like mm-hmm. you said, you had to do this. Like yeah, this exactly. thing does this and it just, the truth will always set you free. Yeah. And just like, people don't really talk like that. And there's kind of this interesting theme going on with Diana. Diana's trying to be the voice of reason and mm-hmm. the, the person that everyone should look up to, but she's also susceptible to the greed of the stone because mm-hmm. she wishes to have Steve Trevor back. And that's how yeah. he comes back. Yeah. I was very off with my opening scene. And then she kind of realizes, and and you have to give something up. So she starts losing her powers, like you said. But she was like, I don't care. Yeah, she was happy to just let bad things happen because she wanted to be with Steve. Mm Mm-hmm. And he randomly came back in, like, another body. Which yeah, just... but, but everyone else, like, the wall could just be magically appeared. So why shouldn't yeah. he just be... And she's just like, all I see is you. And I was just like, no, no, stupid, yeah, dumb. So as we mentioned, the first 25, 30 minutes or so, tonally so different yeah. from the first one. Oh, and yeah, the, rest the of whole movie. movie. Like, campy dialogue and whatnot. Kirsten Wiig's intro, dropping the papers. Yeah, I was saying, like... Oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you... you the supervillain origin story, like, yeah. you, that you've seen 5,000 exactly. times. Exactly. Are we I watching be like you. Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. I, I love you, Spider-Man. It's, it's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> Why does no one notice me? <laughs> it was, yeah, she wants to be noticed, so she wishes to be strong. Mm-hmm. That just... Like I was, I made a note here. The fact that I was getting like major kind of Spider-Man one vibes. Mm-hmm. Like Spider-Man one was the first like modern superhero movie of this kind of generation. Yep. So it worked back then. What was like the next morning? She's like, he's like, oh, I don't need my Takes glasses, the glasses anymore. Off. Yeah, it does a little oh, jump. I feel good. Yeah, yeah. And it was doing all of that. And yes. I'm like, this is a superhero movie in 2020. Yes. Like, you have to be careful with stuff like I'm, that. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I had this written down here. Uh, so nowadays, super superhero movies are extremely saturated. Yeah. And if you're you know, not doing something different, exactly. get out. If you're not trying to extend the mold, yeah. Like I, I my example here is Thor Ragnarok kind of did a good oh, yeah. job on that. So and yeah, it was very akin to like an original Spider Man. Like, yeah. you know, back we're going early two thousands. You can't kind of do thing. that anymore. For sure. And For it, sure. People like people like us who like a lot of what superhero movies are doing mm-hmm. and we have to argue with people. Oh my god, like, I have oh, that they're all the same. Too. If they were oh, like movies, like, I'd have nothing because exactly. it's, it's true. Like yep. you can't do those tropes anymore. It's boring mm-hmm. and we've seen enough of it. I hundred percent agree. Um I was kind of bothered. I felt like when Chris Pine came back, there was a lot of focus on reminiscing of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it got a little stale for me. It felt like we were kind of riding it was like watching Wonder Woman 1.5 almost right. like we couldn't move past that did uh, you feel like they had good chemistry overall like is the chemistry there for you i don't know like i wasn't really into it because it, they just kept i don't know i kept like they kept revisiting the past and all that it did make for a good scene when they finally kind of separated mm, that was powerful so that was powerful and i guess i attribute that to a lot of the build-up and their dynamic together but yeah and like they didn't really give 
poor old Steve like much to do in this movie. Like he's just yeah. He I'll punched say, a couple people. He's constantly bewildered. Like yeah. oh, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, Diana, this is a plane. Yeah, look at those engines. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's he's kind of a he's kind of a boring character really. He's just happy go lucky. Yeah wants to just be with diana but he he eventually is the one who kind of brings her back and is like no mm-hmm. this world needs you and that was a good scene we've had our moment yeah that was very good and then she sort of renounces her wish and he learns gone. to fly i don't want to see steve again if no definitely it, not yeah. chris pine and i think chris pine recognizes that yeah maybe he's done with this franchise yeah <laughs> was he ever part of it really has he no has he been pined for an mcu no he's saved himself for wonder woman oh well, i guess he's gonna be the next uh Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Get a little Reed Richards in there. <laughs> yeah, he would slay that role. <laughs> what else did you like about the movie? Okay. Uh, so I did like uh, Pedro Pascal and I did like Kirsten Wake. Um, I feel like Pedro Pascal like wasn't that good, to be honest. Oh, really? Maybe I'm just biased because yeah. I loved him in Mando, loved him in Game of Thrones. I don't know. I just felt he commanded the screen pretty well. Yeah, like he, he took the, the dialogue he had and like he was very unapologetic about it like he really mm-hmm. went for the character yeah exactly so he, he was almost pulling off those campy lines because mm-hmm. he just didn't seem to care about the, that they were mm-hmm. cheesy if that I, makes sense yeah i'm kind of pissed like kirsten week had a good scene at the white house um but i, I feel like she was kind of robbed a cheetah scene because it was so dark and bouncy yeah it came into and, it and, so last minute yeah and i'm wondering if they did that to just avoid any cats comparisons i thought it looked fine but it was dark yeah i would have liked to see given her a bit more of a platform i think yeah like she kind of spends a lot of the movie in this like halfway transformed phase mm-hmm. she ends up getting another wish which i still don't understand how that how <laughs> you that hate works. the wish well it was just so loosey-goosey with the rules mm-hmm. it was like oh some people's wishes would happen immediately mm-hmm. some would be more of a gradual process mm-hmm. and then she's he's just like oh i'm feeling generous like have another wish and then everything i learned about her character seemed like she was really into like being loved and beautiful mm-hmm. and all this and then she's like i want to be an apex predator and that to me just felt like i could feel the shoehorn like mm. wrenching the movie in a, in a certain direction right, bring in cheetah yeah <laughs> it was just like you don't force it that hard mm-hmm. the character didn't make sense aside i don't know the origins of cheetah like maybe she always has that envious theme to wonder woman i don't know mm. but it could have been a bit smarter and how they ended up getting her there yeah Okay. Uh, the other thing I need to bring up is just when you look at the MCU, yes, they've been sloppy with some things. Like when Iron before Iron Man becomes Iron Man, the world seems to be relatively unaware of like enhanced, as they call it there, mm-hmm. like enhanced people. Mm-hmm. And then once he comes into the fray, all these other heroes come and then we learn about heroes that existed in the past. But it's all it's all tied up quite well. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, this all happens before anything we've seen in the DCEU. And this would be like a world defining global event yeah, that everyone yeah. talked about and would shape the future of the world. <laughs> Yet when, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, the villain. Oh, uh, in Batman versus Superman. Is it doomsday? Uh, yes. Yeah. When yeah. he, when he lands, what have you done? And then wonder woman intervenes and he's like, I thought she was with you. It's like, does Bruce Wayne not know who she is? <laughs> Bruce Wayne wasn't alive in the 80s. Are you kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, wow. Yeah, good good point. Good it point. annoyed me. Like, you can't be that lazy. Wonder Woman, they are. They didn't hide her appearance. They tried to at the start. I see what you did there, Patty, by saying in the mall, they were like, oh, who is this woman? Yeah. But, like, later on, she's revealing herself to everyone. Yeah, She's yeah. running around the streets, and mm-hmm. she would be a well-known figure. Okay, fair didn't enough. like that. Fair Poor enough. continuity, sloppy. Didn't really plan. mention anything you liked. <laughs> 
What did I like? I thought it was shot well. The grain, the 80s grain looked quite nice. Mm-hmm. You were saying it's really hard to make flying scenes look good. Yeah, and that was that one, like, it didn't feel cringy at all. No, was it was like, good. Oh, that's actually really cool. Uh, I actually liked, I don't know if this was clicked in earlier for you, but when I realized that, like, Pedro Pascal could grant a wish and then take something in return, mm. I liked when that clicked for me. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I see what he's doing now. Yeah, it kind of. I thought he was just doing it on goodwill. Okay, I did this for you now. Can you do something for me, please? Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I see what you mean. It was sort of, like, not optional. Yes. So, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it did flip. It was a new power for a villain to have that's not just like strength or speed or whatever. They mm-hmm. gave him more of like a mental ability. Yes. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. And I also liked the Cairo car chase scene. Did you? <laughs> you said find something you liked, man. Like I just, I wish, I don't like how they made her so weak in it. I don't know. But th- that gave her, if she was just I know, but I didn't, everyone I didn't down. like that. I wanted to see her like jumping around and punching yeah. trucks. I, I don't know. I disagree there. I liked that she was a bit more Grounded. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, she got pegged with a couple of bullets and they hurt. Yeah. And I thought she she's great. She's great. She's yeah. a great actor. Um, there was like a re- <laughs> recurring subtle or not so subtle theme of like uh, between Kirsten Wing and Gal Gadot, like constantly getting like catcalled and harassed. Oh yeah, I actually kind of like that. I thought it was good to show kind of like a different side of things you don't you don't usually see that in movies so what was the meow reference that she made she's like oh i've always been in the cats no that was a that was in our predictions wasn't it? <laughs> and that didn't actually no, happen she did a meow thing she did do a meow thing at the very start when yeah. they met it was like she had like she's like oh like leopard skin's my favorite like meow uh, i swear it was something like that it's all blended together yeah and it shouldn't. Our off-the-cuff jokes in our podcast should not be anything near what we see in a blockbuster film. Yeah, and that's, that was a scary thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't mentioned in the pre-show, but while we were watching the movie, you know, we'd make these, like, uh, kind of, like, jokey predictions. Like, oh, if this happens, oh, my God. Yeah. And then some of them started coming true. More and, than what I would have liked. Yeah, and that, that's when you kind of have an issue, especially if you are trying to be different in the superhero genre yeah and it wasn't in a way where you're like proud that you predicted it no it was yeah more just it like was cliche oh, i kind it of very tropey. Was hoping i was wrong yeah yeah uh i did again i did not like her like end monologue thing i felt like that wasn't convincing enough yeah, for everyone like, to renounce their wish like if i was watching yeah. iconic, like, who's this i'm keeping my million bucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just they kind of planted the seed of this alistair who's the son of mm-hmm. pedro pascal and he obviously cared about him, but he wasn't a priority. And mm-hmm. he thought the son wanted him to just be successful, but really he just wanted him to love him. Mm-hmm. And you that was eventually like what made him change his mind. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with what Wonder Woman did. It was just because he happened to like see him. Well, she showed him the truth. She, she showed him that. Him, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was just it was all so messy and all over the yeah. place. And, and like I'm wondering if like every, did everything get erased? So it was like is Pedro staring down some jail time or is everything okay? Yeah, now? I know. It's just he was so far gone and so yes. like, such a deity at that point. Yes. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, like my son could potentially be running around. Like yeah. I have to stop all this. Yeah. Like he could have just gone and helped him anyway. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit weak. Yeah. Gosh. I'm wondering why I gave it a six because it seems like we've just trashed on it. I know. I know. But I was thinking like. Despite everything we said, I did enjoy watching it. And for a two and yeah. a half hour movie, it did. It did go by decently quickly. I wasn't ever like, oh my God, like, yeah, please. Yeah, I wasn't checking my phone, checking the time. I think part of it's down to like, we just haven't had a lot of big releases. Yeah, so we're just craving a movie. Yeah, so it's probably more of a five, to be honest with you. I'd like to revise to a five. Uh, okay, that's allowed. Yeah, <laughs> one revision. 
so anything else to add with this really i didn't like this the gold suit thing it lasted for what like a scene a if scene. that yeah and it got destroyed and then a, a, a little electric cable and water take takes down the cheetah no problem but didn't but but she was also fine she was just uh yeah I'm, you can go to the next scene now what did you think of the whole it's awful what did you think of the wishing stone what's the wishing stone like the the rock <laughs> oh stupid I yeah. felt like I was watching Indiana Jones or Night of the Museum or something. Yeah. What about the scene? <laughs> Forgot about this one. When they go to that like Mayan shaman guy. That was terrible. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the arcade. Yeah. That made no sense. It never came up again. And he doesn't even do anything. He just gives her a book and she figures it all out. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. If you're going to do something like that, like make it a cameo. He wasn't even funny. Make, I thought, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make it a tie-in character. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, we didn't get any DC tie-ins. Yeah, it didn't feel like... This felt like a very like one-off adventure, not mm-hmm. to be really like tied into anything else, which is just like... I guess they could probably do with a bit more of that. So I guess I don't really have an issue with that. I think it was remarkably worse than the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, I would agree. It felt... They missed the mark. Yeah, it felt like it was kind of relying on like 80s nostalgia and... Mm-hmm. But then it feels like they kind of abandoned that. It felt like the movie just like didn't have a lot going for it. The plot yeah. was just not there. So they tried to like fall back on the 80s nostalgia and the charisma of the cast. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's like they took no risks. And again, like 1984, like I was expecting more of like... And like an Orwellian Like type a big thing. brother, like yeah. espionage theme. And yeah. it only ever really touched on that when he was like, oh, what do these satellites do? And it was like, oh, you can take over any TV. Yeah, but even he, then, it should have been more like a spying type thing, maybe. It was like false wishes and promises, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, I thought there was going to be more espionage mm-hmm. and just more cleverness in the plot. What did this ran us twenty nine ninety nine. Oh my God, that's that's crazy. Would you would you recommend it? Only if it was free on like a Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure it'll be on one of them eventually. I would have, I think, I would have watched this in theaters though. I yeah, wonder if, I wonder if I would have liked if it. If I had gone, no, if I had gone to see this in theaters, I'd be more disappointed. Okay, I'd yeah. be, I'd be angrier. Yeah, DC, just figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. Just, I think they should just stick with. I mean, what they're doing with Batman, it looks like it's going to be incredible. But like, they obviously have something they can do well. This felt a bit more like a Marvel movie to me, and DC can't do Marvel. Yeah, they got to do something a little bit. Stick to your like smaller stakes, more gritty and grounded stories. Yeah, um, because this was not good. (laughs) Same with Aquaman. Really, I probably liked Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman was cool because it had like great action, and that was it. That was, and you you got to like you recognize the plot is garbage, (laughs) the acting, the dialogue is brutal. But if you see what James Wan pulled off there, it's you know it's it's very it's a spectacle. Exactly, it's worth your money. Yes. Whereas this wasn't really that much of a spectacle yeah they tried to you know they they leaned away from action but they also leaned away from you know more social commentary that maybe that's what they're aiming yeah, for. yeah they think didn't they didn't go all out it's on kind it. of rare that i would say this but mm-hmm. i think they should have been a bit more heavy-handed with the with the social commentary like make mm-hmm. it more of a timely piece about like everything that's going on today that's mm-hmm. what i always thought this movie was yeah like drawing parallels you know there was like a very brief i don't know if you saw in the background like there's some police brutality going yeah, on like there that's kind of the especially when the logo and yeah, yeah. choosing that title but maybe focus never... more on that and ground it a bit yeah yeah but it never really went that far with it no yes just yeah like they danced around it and then they're like no we're going global stakes yeah guy wants to take over the world wants cheesy one-liner yeah steve drop it <laughs> and like he honestly didn't really have like an end, an end goal yeah pedro did like 
that's yeah he was just gluttony and greed i guess which just it was like apps what is it power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah i think that was kind of the theme i guess but yeah i can't really put my finger on it and i don't really feel like i need to yeah so all in all i mean one woman 84 a bit of a miss will we ever see a good movie on this podcast again yeah, i mean there's been talks of the snyder cut so <laughs> oh yeah no we're doing this and i want to shackle up for four plus hours <laughs> you guys you guys will be the first to hear about it yeah i think snyder cut's coming up We've got Kong Godzilla coming. Oh soon. yeah, yeah. Finally. Yeah. Um, and before we wrap up, just a little segment mm. I want to introduce here. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, since we last recorded Borat, uh, any what have been your your movies that you've watched? Uh, I saw The Five Bloods. Nice. Excellent film. I watched all of The Boys. Nice. Very good series. Great show. Thoroughly Great show. enjoyed it. I watched Queen's Gambit. Nice. Is that good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you've not seen it? No, it's on the docket for me. Oh, dude, it's good. Yeah? It's supreme television. Really? Yeah. All right. One of the best I've seen on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. Okay. High praise. Um, it's, a, it's a little like highbrow for you, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what else okay. have I seen? Yeah. Hit me Hit me with something. Uh, watched Trial of Chicago 7. Oh, yeah. You liked that one. Super right? good. Yeah. Is that yeah, Aaron Sorkin? Good. Oh, is it Aaron yeah. Sorkin? You knew it was. You, you took the man's <laughs> master class for God's sake. That be that Aaron Sorkin fella. <laughs> uh, I actually watched that Anne Hathaway Chiwetel movie, Lockdown. How was that? So bad. Really? Two out of ten. It was awful. You know what else was a less than it? Was a one or a zero out of ten? What? Enola Holmes. Oh, I watched that actually. Dude, it was. I actually enjoyed it. No, you did. I enjoyed it. it I enjoyed. It. I know so you put your review bad. in, but I thought it was pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Anything else? I watched the One Direction documentary directed by Morgan Spurlock. How was it? That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure it would be. Those boys have some talent. Yeah. <laughs> so in conclusion, Wonder Woman '84 missed the mark just a little bit there. Yeah. Not an absolute like disaster. No. But... Yeah. Not. Probably not a flop. I would say, but. You know, yeah. it's what you would expect, a poor follow-up sequel. Yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully DC, I, I feel like they've got some good things on the horizon, so let's just keep our eyes peeled for mm -hmm. what, Aquaman 2. Suicide Squad. Suicide Hashtag Squad. Snyder Cut, Justice League, let's go. The Batman. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But mm -hmm. until next time, I've yeah. been Anthony. I've been Amon. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye.